has in store for us in, in 2017 as we're going to hear from uh, the elders of TWBC today and what God has laid on their heart for this year. And then next year we're going to launch into our new campaign for the year. And so next Sunday you do not want to miss. It's going to be a, a year where we unveil new things. We lay out the mission and the, the, the plan that God has for our church for the upcoming year and years moving forward. I believe it's going to be an amazing, amazing thing. And so I'm excited about that this morning. Uh, right now we want to take a moment and, and welcome any visitors we have here this morning. If you are visiting with us today at TWBC, thank you so much for being here. And we want to say welcome home to you. If you don't have a church home, you found it. Welcome home. Come and join up, link up with us at TWBC. Get planted here with us in the house of the Lord. The Bible gives this specific promise. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord will flourish in the courts of their God. And so we don't want you to just have a membership here. We want you to be planted here where you get nourishment from the roots up and you flourish and produce, produce much fruit that'll change the kingdom of God and it'll change the, the world that we live in. And so we want to say thank you for being here as visitors. We ask that you do us a quick favor. Grab that card out of the chair in front of you, fill it out, bring it to the information centers that are now located on the east wall and on the west wall where these white um, information centers are. If you'll go there after church and turn in that card, we got a gift for you from the church, information about TWBC, how you can get planted in the house of the Lord and flourish in the courts of your God here with us. And everybody in here, do me one quick favor. If your phone number has changed, your mailing address has changed, your email address has changed, your name has changed, if anything's changed, <laughs> grab that card out of the chair in front of you and say, please update my information on there and give us updated information. Some of y'all have given us emails three years ago and we're getting phone calls of, well, I don't get the church email anymore. Well, here's the email address we're sending it to. Well, I don't use that one anymore. We don't know you don't use that one anymore. Okay, and so please give us a current, accurate email address that you can receive information from us on. We also are sending out something through text messages now called Flock Note. So if you see something that, come up, that comes up on your phone that says Flock Note, please hit accept, and that you'll start getting text messages from the church and keep you updated on things as well. Download the TWBCSS app. Go to your app store, TWBCSS. Push and download that. Accept notifications, and you'll get update notifications through that app as well. We're trying every way possible to reach you this year to keep you in touch with what's going on at TWBC because we know we're growing at an amazing rate. We know God's got huge plans for us this upcoming year as we continue to grow, but we don't want you to lose the place that you call home. So we're doing everything we possibly can to stay in touch with you through uh, text messages, through emails, through the app, through the church website, through the CDs there, through the information centers that we're making more convenient for you to stop by and just get information at. We want to be in touch with you in the year 2017, so much so that we uh, see the power of God move in your life, that you go and produce much fruit in the city that we love and the area surrounding it called Sulphur Springs. And so that's our heart for you. So if you've been coming here for a while, please give us updated information on that card in front of you so we can update that throughout the month of January and keep you informed of all that's going on at TWBC. Right now, we want to take a moment and celebrate all of our kids that are kindergarten through fourth grade. Um, our directors are ready for you guys at the back. Y'all give our kids a big hand clap of praise this morning. Come on, man. I love our kids. Come on, give them one more shout of praise today. Amen. 
We're not letting them leave. We're sending them out. We know that our kids are fearfully and wonderfully made. We know that they're going to be mighty on the earth. We know that they're going to be leaders among this generation and the next. And we're going to see great exploits come from our TWBC kids. And I'm excited about that. We're already seeing great exploits happen with our TWBC Rage Group. They had a lock-in this past Friday night where amazing things happened. And so, so excited what God's doing through our TWBC Rage Group and, and all that he's doing. And, and the year 2017 is going to be an amazing year. And so I want to continue and open up this morning with a, a verse of scripture that we used the past couple couple weeks as we were going through the series that we've been going through. And it was a series called Thanksgiving, and we ended that series Christmas night. We had an awesome time. We had a blast here Christmas night hanging out with you guys, or Christmas Eve night, and it was fun. And, and, and this year, I believe, as the last eight weeks of the year, we said uh, in Revelation chapter 19, verse 10, that the, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, or what Jesus has done is the spirit of what he is about to do. And so I believe we spent the last part of the year praising him for what he's done, and now he's setting us up for the first part of the year for what he's about to do at TWBC, and it's going to be a, an amazing, phenomenal year as we hear from, from some, of our, some of our elders this morning. And Derek, did Ronnie get called out? He did. He got called out. Where did I hear he did? Oh, there's Miss Hope. Miss Hope, can you come up here just for a minute? Okay, you, get, you don't have to come up here. You can just stand there, okay? Uh, that, that, this is Hope Smith. This is Ronnie's wife, and Ronnie is one of our elders at the church, and, and I'm going to not, not speak on Ronnie's behalf, but I'm just going to tell you I know the heart of Ronnie. In the past six months, Hope, I want to encourage you because I've seen such a dramatic shift in your husband. And, and come over here to the center. I want to I just praise, praise him. And, and the dramatic shift was, was in him was I see a man who operated in a spirit of structure and strategy completely jump over to a spirit of faith like never before. And, and I'm telling you. Amen. That's, and that's the next thing I was going to say. So, so I want to tell you the, the, the fruit that you've been pouring into him and letting him see over the past years, it has called him and propelled him to the next level. And I guarantee you if Ronnie was here this morning, the verse of scripture he would say is, you need to step out and walk by faith and not by sight. He's quoted that, that, that verse sometimes in the last uh, three months of elders meetings. We've had four and five hour meetings uh, almost every Sunday, it seems like. He would say, y'all, we're going to keep walking by faith and not by sight. I know what this says, but I know what God is saying to our church. And he said, we're going to walk by faith and not by sight. And he's encouraged and uplifted this elder staff as we were going through budgets and planning for the next five years on some things. And, and he just said, Joel, don't give up. We're going to walk by faith. We're going to keep walking it out, and we're going to see God do amazing things. I don't know how he's going to come through with all he's going to come through, but he talks as fast as I do when the Spirit comes upon him. And, 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 and so, so I just want to say thank you for, for being that wife that stood with him for years and, and kept so, showing him that fruit and watching him just run like a massive race, catching up and seeing y'all walk hand in hand together. And, and we bless your new business as it's opening up and, and everything like that. And love you guys. And so, so she's standing here in, with her, with, in, in honor of her husband. Y'all give Miss Hope a hand clap of praise this morning. And that's the spirit we're entering 2017 into. We're going to walk by faith and not by sight. And we're going to walk out the things and the gifts and the callings of God that he has on our life. And, and Jason Evans is also at work this morning. And Jason Evans is in a, a unique situation. He's got a couple kids in high school and a couple kids in elementary school. And he's got a senior daughter this year who's doing an amazing job. She's doing uh, some amazing vocal stuff all over the Northeast Texas area and even in some other states where, where, where God's been uh, giving her the ability to bless and minister and, and to things like that. And so in our elder structure, we have it set up that as an elder, you can come on and you'll serve for a three-year 
three-year term. And at the end of three years, you got the ability to say, hey, I'm going to take a year of inactivity. I'm still an elder. I'm just going to take a year of inactivity to refresh, to regroup, to, to, to do this. Because what people don't really realize is being an elder at TWBC is almost like a full-time job that you don't get paid for. All the stuff we talk about and do behind the scenes and the, yeah, <laughs> amen, Derek. Derek, they'll hear from you in a minute, bro. Come on, man. Come on. And so, so there's hours of meetings that we have behind the scenes that, that nobody knows about except, except our wives, and, and they miss us dearly when we're gone, I hope at least. And, and, so, and, and, and so Jason, uh, with his daughter being a senior this year, he said, Joel, I really think I'm going to take a, a year and just be inactive at an, as an elder, and he can come back on fully uh, immersed in 2017. But he wanted to, to leave a, a note to the church uh, about his heart for the year of 2017, and it says, 2017 and beyond will be an exciting time to be involved with and serve at our church at TWBC. At the church, we are experiencing wonderful growth and one that is becoming a truly influential place, church in Sulphur Springs and Hopkins County and the surrounding area. And the one word Jason has given us throughout the past six months of him being an elder as he works in the school districts and, and is in touch with a lot of teachers and administrators, uh, his word to us as, as the elders were, Joel, we got to watch what we do as a church as we move forward in a spirit of faith because we are a massive influence in our city that so much so, Joel, you don't even see it yet. But the things I hear from the people around this city and the school districts, TWBC is a massive influence and there's this massive undercurrent that's starting, that's sweeping. And if you've ever seen an undercurrent, it's more powerful than the above current. So there's this massive undercurrent that's starting, and it's going to start sweeping across Sulphur Springs. And that's the heart he's writing this letter in this morning, that we need to be ready for that great influence that God has given us. And it says it's a privilege to be able to serve at, at this church, and, and he's excited about what's going to take place this year. And so keep him and his family lifted up in your prayers. They're going to take this year and celebrate their daughter, who's a senior in high school, go on some trips with her and take some, some time with the family and things like that. But, but that's a note from Jason Evans as he is out working this morning uh, as well, and those are from some of our elders. And so right now I want to ask Cody Stewart if you want to come up. Is that right, Derek? Cool. Cody Stewart, come on up. This is Cody Stewart. He's in one of our elders. The mic is on and ready for you. Nice. Can I have that? Yeah, that's a gift for you. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Anytime. <laughs> Look at Derek. He's holding up a five to seven sign. Yeah. You know what, Derek? When, uh, when Joel said that uh, he wanted us to to talk for five to seven minutes about whatever's on our heart. I just said, oh, that's cute that he thinks I can do that. <laughs> All right, uh, by, real quick, by way of show of hands, how many of y'all know that I'm a hockey fan? Good, good. All right, so let me tell you what my heart is for 2017. That the Dallas Stars will pull themselves together. Yeah, this, this is... Yeah, always something to look forward to, right? All right. Now, Joel, before I really get started with this, I want you to know I hear what I'm saying, okay? I hear what I'm No, this, this is, yeah, most of it's serious. The one thing that, uh, that's really been on my heart over the last couple of weeks has been something about trust. The word trust is, has um, it's meant a lot to me, but over these last couple of months, there have just been some things that God has stirred up in my heart about the word trust and about what it means, um, what it means to walk it out, what it means to have it, what it means to give it, what it means to live it. 
no matter how well-intentioned people are, folks are going to let us down. Whether they mean to or not, it's going to happen eventually. We're imperfect beings, right? We're not perfect. And that goes for all of us. It goes for you. It goes for me. It goes for our spouses. Well, y'all's spouses, not mine. Pastor Joel, forgive me for this, but it, it goes for you. And on that subject, you know, Joel, I, when you were up here speaking earlier, when, when we had the line of folks up here, I told John Red, I think Pastor's been reading some of my notes. Guys, our pastor is not responsible for saving your soul. Our pastor is not responsible for keeping you saved. Who's responsible for that? God, through His Son, Jesus Christ, plain and simple. This church cannot save you. These elders cannot save you. Our staff, as awesome as they are, cannot save you. They're here to lead you. They're here to help you. But only our God can take care of that. That's his job. Now, Mitch, I didn't ask your permission. I got the mic now. Guys, all the time that I was on the worship team here, Mitch said, Cody, you cannot have a mic. <laughs> there was a reason for that. I mean, he's wise. And <laughs> came up here one night, and we were, it uh, doesn't matter. I didn't get a mic when I was on the praise team. But I got one now. Uh, so, Mitch, I'm, I'm going to kind of pick on you just a little bit. Um, years ago when Mitch was on the, the force here at Sulphur Springs, uh, we'd have lunch every once in a while. And Mitch, uh, several years back, we got to talking about trust and what it meant. And uh, Mitch kind of pointed out that, Cody, you might have trust issues. What? Nah. You might have some trust issues, not this boy. So it really bothered me. It, it stayed on my heart for a while. So I went home, and I talked to Jana about it. Now, I had to work up some courage to talk to Jana about this because I knew she would tell me the truth, whether I wanted to hear it or not, because she's good like that. When we started talking about it, the more I listened, the more I realized, you know what? She was right, and Mitch was right. Andy, that's once. Well, there are lots of, uh, what, do we, what do we mean when we talk about trust issues? Not letting somebody get close to us, right? Feeling like we're going to get burned. We build up walls. What happens with that? Why does that happen? Because we've gotten burned, maybe? Because we've... Uh, we feel like we've let somebody get too close to us. Um, well, there are lots of scriptures that, that talk about not putting our, our faith in man, not putting our trust in man, that it's foolish to do so, that our trust should only be in God. So if these scriptures are talking about not doing that, then why would we be expected to be trustworthy. 
The Bible also talks about being trustworthy. Well, it wouldn't. The Bible would not give you an order not to trust people if they were not being told to be trustworthy. Am I right? Yes, I am. I think if we ex start examining those scriptures a little bit more closely, they'll, they'll show us that they're talking about not putting our trust in man for our salvation, not putting our trust in man for our eternity. But we are to walk in integrity in everything that we do. We're to let our yes mean yes and our no mean no. So what's the takeaway here? Well, it might be a little different for everybody in the room. To somebody, it might mean letting go of that church hurt. That hurt that I, something this pastor did to me or something this other person, this other leader, uh, this, this youth pastor did to me when I was a kid. It might mean a, a whole plethora of things when it comes to, to church hurt. But the takeaway here for that person may be to begin to let that go. Let it go. Let it. That's why Mitch didn't want me to have a microphone. Yeah, Jason, Jason's muting me. I love that song, though. To somebody else, it might mean forgiving somebody for something that they've done, whether it was intentional or not. Joel stood up here, and he said... If there's anything that I've done or said to you, forgive me. I ask your forgiveness. It might mean that it's time for you to do the same thing, to let go of that hurt, to turn loose of it, to ask somebody's forgiveness, even if you don't think you were in the wrong in something that you did. Hmm. Here's a big one. Here's one that... Uh, Here's one that's probably the toughest of all. How's your trust with God? Do you trust him for your everything, for your future, for your health? Have you trusted him for your salvation? If not, today's the day. This is the first day of 2017. What a great time it would be to get started on that path. Joel also talked about trusting him for back issues. Now, my family doesn't know anything about back issues. We have entire subscriptions. Yeah, that was really funny. Y'all just didn't get it. <laughs> Proverbs 3.5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean or depend on your own understanding or your knowledge. In the NCT version, and that stands for the New Cody translation, that says, you don't know everything, but he does. Put your faith in him. God's got this. He's got it. Psalm 46 is, is one of the neatest chapters in the Bible to me when it talks about trusting God and his power, uh, his, his ability to hold us. It talks about, um, well, it starts off by saying that God is our refuge and strength and a very present help in time of trouble a very present help he's here he's with us 
And then verse 10, I, I have this hanging up in my store. It says, be still and know that I am God. Woo! Love that. I love it. So here's my challenge to you this morning. Ask God how he can up your trust. Your trust in the people around you, your family, your church family. Come on up, John. How he can make you a more trustworthy person. That he can trust you with what he's given you, with the gifts that he has. Happy New Year, everybody. I love you. Glad y'all are here. John Red. Thanks, Cody. I like my one fan over here. Start walking up. Perry's like already clapping for me. It's awesome, man. Yeah, it's great. You know, it's, it's interesting, guys. As, as I started thinking about today and what's going on and my tablet not working, so you may get a whole different message. Um, what's so interesting is the differences in our elders. You know, we, we met and had a retreat, and, and Joel, we did this personality typing thing, and y'all have all probably done that. But what that showed us was that we are different. And, and guys, you want your elders to be different. You don't want us to all be the same kind of thought process and, and, and even coming from different backgrounds. You don't want that. And, and we aren't that way. But what's so cool is in our differences, we grew. That 24 hours we spent together, and I keep looking at Joel because he's, he's saying, yeah, um, Derek, I mean, you know, you guys – we are different, and it's a good thing we're different. And you know what's really a good thing is Cody spent like 20 minutes, and I told Derek I'd spend about two. So the difference is we're going to get out on time. <laughs> you know, that's, that's part of it. You know what's uh, interesting also is when Joel asked us to do this, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I told Lisa, I said, what am I going to talk about? What's from my heart? And I thought, oh, man, Cody's going to talk 20 minutes. I'm going to talk 45. We're going to be here till like, 1.30. But it really was clear. It, it came to me very clearly. And I'm going to apologize. To, who's in the booth? Dustin, you up there? Dude, just follow my mic. It's, it's going to go everywhere, even though Derek said don't do that. <laughs> I hate mics. I grew up as a coach. I don't need a mic, do I? <laughs> anyway, so I'll use a mic. But he, he asked us, what's on our heart? And I was like, what, what is it? And then about three or four weeks ago in church, I shared with Damon um, during worship service. The Lord gave me this word, and I'll share it with you in a minute. But what's so cool, and I want you guys to take a minute. I want you to think about the worship set this morning and the, and the songs that we sang. Then I want you to think about what Joel said as he kind of introduced this this morning. And what Cody just said. And to let you guys know, we didn't communicate about what we were going to share with you guys. At least I didn't for sure. Cody, I don't think you shared it. No. We'd. So what you're hearing today is what's on the heart of your elders, which is sort of going towards the vision of what we're doing in 2017. And so I want you guys to be excited and begin to put the pieces of the puzzle together. You know, in the Bible, there are many accounts of God releasing his power on his people. That release of power is for them to do kingdom work, right? It's not just for themselves, it's for kingdom work. And one of my favorite passages in the Bible about releasing power is in Acts. It's Acts 2. It's Pentecost. And what happens at Pentecost? 
Holy Spirit comes, tongues of fire, they speak. And what happens? The church is birthed out of that. So they, the disciples had to do a couple things. They had to be obedient because they had just experienced some really cool stuff, right? They saw the resurrection. They experienced the physical presence of Jesus. And then he gave them some, some instructions before he ascended. But one of the things he said was, you guys got to go and you got to wait. You got to wait. You have to be obedient to what I want you to do. And then when you do that, I'm going to release my power. Are we always obedient in order to receive the release of his power? It goes on verse 43 to say, And awe came upon every soul. Are we in awe of the Holy Spirit? Hmm. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. Scratch out apostles. Many signs and wonders are going to be done through you. And you and you. That wasn't just for yesterday, that's for today. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. That spirit of unity. That's TWBC. And day by day, attending in TWBC together, they were breaking bread in their homes. They received their food with glad, generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all people. Just talked about what Jason said. We are an influence, not just in this community, but across the region. Having favor with all people. Hmm. And the Lord added to their numbers those who are being saved. Look around here, guys. We got one service today, but look at what the growth is happening in our church. He is adding to our numbers day by day by day. And it's not just about numbers. Talks about people being saved, people being set free. And I believe we're seeing in our church a release of God's Spirit. And it's not the growth in numbers. It is the fact we are seeing people get set free. And that is when people get set free, that's when stuff begins to happen. That's when God starts doing stuff. I know it happened in base two, but I'm going to tell you guys about 33. Sorry, guys. We saw guys come in broken, beat up, and get set free. And get set free. These guys came in, and, and man, we had a guy over here or a guy over here and laying hands on them, and literally, guys, stuff was coming off of them. And if that freaks you out, sorry. Stuff was coming off these guys, and they walked out of here different than they walked in. They've come back different than they walked in that night, and they are forever different because of what God did through them. I believe, I believe this, and this is the word I got. 2017 is the year of release. It's a year of release. A few weeks ago in church, as I was saying, I talked to Damon, and God spoke to me clearly, and I want to read this because I wrote it out. He said this, He is ready to release great favor into the earth, and he will only do it through his people. But first, his people must release and be set free from the things holding them back, the things that keep us from receiving his blessings. He wants to release himself by his spirit, his power, his authority, and blessings onto the church and into our church. He wants to do it through us. 
He wants to do it through you, through you, through me. We are the ones he's going to do it through. But in order for him to release his power, guys, we got to release our junk. we got to let go of our junk. We must first release the things that are holding us captive, the things that are holding us back in order to be set free. And then, not only can he do it, he will do it. Whatever we're bound to, we got to let it go. we got to release it in order for him to release his spirit. In short, the message is this. We must release in order to receive, in order to release. That's what we got to do. And I realize I'm using the words release and, and, and uh, um, receive a lot, but that is the crux of the message. Think about all through the Bible, it talks about how we receive from God. We receive. Uh-oh, Derek's coming up. Am my time up already, dude? Okay, I'm hurrying, I'm hurrying. Okay, I'm hurrying. One of the things we got to rele- release are the lies. We, we believe lies about... I'm not good enough. I'm too old. I don't know the Bible. I don't pray enough. And those are lies of the enemy to hold us back. And I look around the room, and I, I see people that have come up to me and said, well, I, I, I know God wants this, but, but no but. We let go of the lie. Simple fact is we accept the lie. We're not going to receive it. We're not going to be able to release. Secondly, we've got to stop thinking as the church in third person. It's not them, it's not even we, it's me. We are the church. And if we are the church, then we are the hands and feet that go out into the world and do what he's called us to do. And we are the functional hands, the functional hands of his blessing. we got to really begin to grasp this ourselves, the reality of it. As we will release those things that are holding us back, God will release his blessings into us, and then we will release those to others. Amen? Amen. It sounds like everybody was trying to make me out to be the bad guy, but I'm punctual. I like to be on time, and let's do this. So I was trying to, I was trying to figure out what am I going to open up with today, and I do believe that God has put a, put a word for me to, to deliver to the church, not only um, as individuals of the church, but also to the church as a whole. And I was trying to figure out what, what am I going to do? What can I say? What can I do to start off with? And um, it, it's so funny because um, my buddy Johnny just sent me a text of, uh, a little bit ago, which is, is kind of um, uh, fitting here. Uh, it's coming out of Isaiah forty-three nineteen. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Behold, I am doing a new thing. I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers and in the desert. So I I believe in 2017, God is is, is calling it to be a catapult year for you, a year of catapult. There are things that you've been praying for in your life. There's things that we've been praying for as the church that God is going to deliver. And what's going to happen is is, is when that blessing comes, we want to make sure that we acknowledge it, but we're also going to keep moving forward. Uh, and I'm pulling this story out of uh, Mark 5, starting at verse 21. And it says, When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered about him, and he was beside the sea. Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And seeing him, he fell at his feet and implored him earnestly, saying, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she may be well, made well and live. 
and he went with him. So I want to use the actions of Jesus and, and, and what I want to talk about today is what Jesus was doing. So many times we look at that story, and the story goes on and, and adds the woman with the issue of blood. Uh, sometimes we separate those two stories. We treat it as two different things. You have the woman with the issue of blood, and then we also have Jairus' daughter. But in, as you're reading in the scripture, it started off with Jairus uh, meeting Jesus and asking him to come. So when Jesus was, was walking to Jairus' house, the woman with the issue of blood came up behind him. She came up behind him and touched him, and she was healed. And the point of that is, Jesus turned around and said, hey, who touched me? Who touched me? He acknowledged what happened, and immediately her blood flow stopped. Immediately it stopped. But on, if you look down here even further, on verse, uh, I want to say it's uh, 35, it says, While Jesus was still speaking, there came from the ruler's house some who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? This is my point here. When Jesus was on his way to Jairus' house, the woman with the issue of blood touched him, and he turned around. Immediately, her blood flow stopped. But so did the little girl's blood flow. So I want, you to, I want you to really picture this in your mind. Jesus addressed the woman with the issue of blood. He, he, he acknowledged what it is, and he was able to praise her and be able to tell her, daughter, your faith has made you whole. But he turned back around and continued toward Jairus' house. Even though the blood flow stopped with her and the blood flow stopped with Jairus' daughter, he continued and continued to move forward in that. He continued to move forward in that. And this is what God, I believe God is telling us. The things that we have been praying for in 2016 the things that we've been praying for individually, the things we've been praying for as a church, we need to keep moving forward because there are things that are about to happen in this year that we have not seen yet. There's things that God is getting ready to do through each one of us that we have not seen yet. So it, it, it's, it's what, I, what I want to be able to show you is when he stopped, he acknowledged and he kept moving forward. He kept moving forward. And when he got to Jairus' house, he found the family there weeping. He found them there crying. They even laughed at him. They even laughed at him. But what did Jesus do? He kicked them out. 2017, you need to check your squad. Who are you running with? Who got your back? Who's building you up in faith? I thank God for our base groups, and this is, a, this is a base group plug. If you're not involved in the base, base group, you need to get involved with a base, base group. Because those are the people who are going to be there for you when you need prayer. Those are the people that's going to be there for you when, when you are down. Those are the people that's going to be there for, for encouragement. That's your family. That's your family. Anyway, as, uh, as Jesus got to Jairus' house, of course, we know the story that he healed Jairus' daughter. He healed his daughter. But one thing that really jumped out to me on that is the woman with the issue of blood dealt with that issue for 12 years. Jairus' daughter was 12 years old. The meaning of 12 in the Bible was total completion. God is about to start doing things for total completion. Total completion. And it's up to you, it's up to me, to be able to fulfill that. Keep moving forward because he's about to catapult us into somewhere that we've never been before. We want to be that church that's set on the hill. It's going to start with us.
So I'm excited about this coming year and, and, and what God is wanting to do with us as a church, with, with us as an elders group, with us as a staff of, of, of the direction that he has, he has taken us. So thank you all very much. We're so excited to be able to have you here. Joel is going to close us out. Uh, so thank you. Amen. Good job, buddy. Just so y'all know, Derek was using my Bible to preach out of. I'm just, just saying. It's, I ain't trying to take credit, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that was my Bible. Man, I, I, I always receive such amazing praise from you guys as the congregation of Joel. Y'all, you're doing a great job. Joel, great message. It's easy to have great messages and do a great job when you're surrounded by amazing staff and amazing elders. And y'all give the staff a hand clap of praise for all that they do. So excited y'all got to hear from some of our elders this morning. Y'all give them a hand clap of praise for all that they do behind the scenes. And 2017 is going to be a year like, like never before. And I'm going to ask the worship team to come on up and the ministers to come and begin to pray. And I'm going to close this service out like this with this verse. And it says this in Romans 2.4. Or do you presume on the riches, the bountifulness and his abundance of his kindness or goodness and the forbearance of his patience, not knowing that it's the goodness of God displayed through actions called kindness that is meant to lead people to repentance. This year is going to be a year at TWBC when you not only receive his goodness, you go and be his goodness. You're not just going to receive it, you're going to go be it. Thanks, John Red, for stealing everything that I was going to close with. You're not just going to receive his goodness. You're going to receive it at an unprecedented rate this year. I believe it. You're going to receive his goodness. And, and, and there's couples in here. And, and before service began this morning, I was standing by those glass doors. And we were just talking about uh, the first time we saw Amanda Foster. She just turned 25 a couple days ago. The first time we saw her coming to the doors at TWBC. At the corner of North Davis and Glover over there. Just, just, a, just a little, little girl. And all that God has done at TWBC... Through this, we talked about when, when me and dad were hanging sheetrock, and I was actually hanging sheetrock way up in the peak of that building up there. And building this thing with your, with your own hands. So other people can receive the goodness of God. It's your turn. It's your turn to be that one that doesn't build a building because... As they heard through our elders, we are the church. You go, be the church and the goodness of God to our city and the surrounding area, this, four, this region, this four-state area. Because do we not know and not understand that it is the goodness of God displayed through acts of kindness of the church that will lead multitudes to repentance and come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Man, I, I just love how the elders were, Cody was trusting God, point one. John was release, receive, and release again, point two. Derek said he's fixing to bring you into total completion, point three. If it looked like it stopped, keep going because he's going to bring it to life again. This is a year as a church that I truly believe you heard a prophetic spirit going forth from our elders. Of as we trust in God, we will receive, we will release, and we will receive and release some more into his kingdom. 
And when it looks like there is no way because we stopped to do good here and it looked like it hindered good there, we're going to keep going because we're going to see miracles happen there as well as there. God, doesn't, God isn't limited to one miracle a day. He's not limited to one soul a day. He's not limited to one person. You cannot limit a limitless God. So this morning in this place, what do you need to release, let go of, so you can receive in your life? So the new thing, the quality of God, his goodness that you receive, you can go release again. Make 2017 a year of releasing your junk, receiving his goodness, and then releasing his goodness. Why? Because you trust in him. It's not pastor that brings good words. It's not elders or staff that bring good words. The word is directly manna from heaven from God for you. That's that's where it is. That's just all it is, plain and simple. It ain't that we're so good, it's he's so faithful. (laughs) That's just truly what it is. And then if you look like you're up against a rock in a hard place right now, I want you to keep pressing. I want you to keep moving. I want you to keep going. Because there's a miracle going to happen in your life. And I know that because I live that. Because when me and Big Rob were talking, Robert Stout, about all the years that we've been doing this church thing and he's been serving and volunteering, he's like, why do you keep going? And I said, I was just too dumb to quit. (laughs) I was just too dumb to quit. And the truth of the matter is I wasn't too dumb to quit. I was too called to quit. I was too called to quit. And when you got what God is bringing into your life, you're trying to receive, you're too called to quit. When somebody else gets a miracle and he was on the way to your miracle, you're too called to quit believing. Keep believing because yours is about to happen. It's on its way. He didn't forget about you. But for some of you, your biggest step in receiving that miracle is release that unforgiveness, that offense, that bitterness. Oh, when you release it, you can receive it. And then when you receive his goodness, you can release that. Man, I, there's times in my life I've been bitter, and it's so much funner releasing goodness rather than bitterness. It's funner preaching out of goodness than bitterness. It's an amazing time. So this morning, would you stand with me? As Cody said it best in his message, do you need to trust Jesus at a whole nother level this morning? Trust him as Lord and Savior truly in your life. Trust him as God like never before this morning. Will you trust him today? As John Red said, will you release whatever is in your life that you got to release so you can receive all that you got to receive so then you, we can go be the goodness of God displayed in acts of kindness to our city and see multitudes come to the Lord Jesus Christ? And then finally, as Derek closed, don't give up on the way. He didn't forget about J. Iris. He was on the way to J. Iris. He may, it may have looked like he got sidetracked, but he didn't stop heading there. He hasn't stopped running after you and heading to you. So this morning, if you need to be born again, I want you to come, and I want to pray with you. If you need to keep pressing on, come and receive encouragement from these uh, elders and staff that are up here. We want to encourage you to keep moving forward, to release, to receive, and to release. Some of you this morning need to come and just kneel at the altar and sell out and say, I'm all yours this year, God. I'm putting all my trust in you because you're all I got left. Good, that's where he wants you. And I hope it looks bigger than you. (laughs) I hope hope you look at it and say, "I, I can't do it because... If you can do it on your own, you don't need God. But when you're seeing something that you need God, you develop a whole other level of dependency. Go to the communion table. Celebrate his body and his blood. Receive it. Come. Start 2016. uh, In 2016 well, but start 2017 better.
Start it better. Do you want to have a revolution in your life? That's how we started this service. If you want a revolution, I want you to come in three seconds, two seconds, one second. Respond to what you've heard today and apply it to your life. The altars are open. Won't you begin to come with us this morning?